The Church Sound Podcast is brought to you by Invisible Media Training. If you want to empower your tech staff, we have courses that teach churches the technical tools for ministry. Hit them at InvisibleMediaTraining.com. It's time to empower and grow. Welcome to the Church Sound Podcast. Part of the Repurpose Network. Where kingdom culture, real life, and technology intersect. I'm your host, Prentice Thompson. And what we do, we talk to real people, pastors, leaders, engineers, tech people, manufacturers, worship leaders, all about church, technology, and provide solutions for a successful Sunday morning service. You ready? It's time to take a ride. Let's go. Yes. Yes. Welcome to another edition of the Church Sound Podcast. I'm your humble host, Mr. Prentice Thompson. You know, this is episode number 115. It's a nice, nice round number. Nice round number. It means we're, you know, we're making progress. You know, when you, when you count a, when you count 115 episodes, it's a lot of weeks. We do this weekly. So, therefore, if you've been hanging on this long, first of all, I want to thank you. And secondly, I'd like you to like, subscribe, review, and do all the pertinent things that keeps this show moving forward to bring you the information that you really need. To keep your Sunday morning service, three words, amazing. Got a great guest today. We got a great show. You know we bring on manufacturers. And today we're going to bring on one of our sponsors, which is great. Yay! I have with us Joe Stopka, who is the Vice President of Sales and Business Development at Tascam. My brother, welcome aboard. Thank you so much. Thanks for asking me to be on this. this I know we've been talking about this for a while, so. Yeah, it's been like about nine months, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it hatched. The baby hatched. Baby hats, right, right. You, you, you're, you're, you're a guy who's, who wears many, many, many hats. So, yes, um, including this one, yeah. All right. <laughs> Those... Hey, I need that. I, 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 I need that hat. That's that's very. I went cool. to Lids to get this one because we haven't made these. Oh, First so of this, all, my head is so, so this, big, this is I couldn't get one of those one size. Yeah, <laughs> so I couldn't one. find the one size fits all. You know, it was just my head was too big. So. Oh, man. <laughs> Hilarious. Thank you for being on the show. Appreciate your time. Um, You know, we. And when we bring on manufacturers, we title it Let's Talk Church. And this is exactly what we're going to do. We're going to talk church through the eyes of a manufacturer. And with Tascam being such a prominent band, I, I, I know for a fact that Tascam was the really the start of the home studio. Like, yeah, it was really the start. Yeah, I remember I as a little kid seeing the ads going, huh? <laughs> yeah. So from the beginning, well, 50, did you did yeah, you fifty own, years existing? Did you own the, did the I first own Task one? The, the first one? No, I was I you know I had the good fortune of kind of jump jumping over the well I was actually pre Porta Studio pre Porta Studio wow yeah in fact I sent you a picture in an email when I was just a mere youngster. And I built my first studio where I, I where I lived in Chicago, and I bought the first large scale inline mixing console, recording console. It was called a Model 15, and it actually still had the TIAC brand on it because, as you know, TIAC is our parent company. Right. Has 
And so back then when I built the studio, I had that Model 15 console. Wow. And I had a, the very famous 80-8 8-track reel-to-reel. was the first fairly affordable 8-track recorder. Wow. And I had a whole bunch of other Tascam gear in there. And uh, this was early on because some of the stuff still had the TAC label on it, which was right. Uh, right. very interesting. Right, yeah. right. So so you you grew up in, 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 in the Knicks in the in the time when recording was you know taking it taking it home was 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 a dream oh yeah i mean there was still this i were you know be, i i lived most of my life in chicago hey and i worked i had a good fortune of getting a job at the record plant very famous wow. recording studio and you know the the mixing consoles there were $65,000 the tape yeah two inch tape and, was uh, like 200 bucks, 100 bucks, something like that. Right. Now, who could afford, who, the average person couldn't do that. So, you know, uh, several years after my foray into owning a studio, TAC Tascam came out with the Porta Studio, which is a very famous four track recorder that was worked on a cassette, which was a very affordable format. And you could overdub on it. So you could put a guitar part down, right. then you could go back and put a bass part, and then you could sing. and you could bounce tracks and right. you know, you, you, you'd probably understand this, but it's amazing how many really famous people come to us and say, you guys made it possible for me to get my career established. I'm, I'm talking, these are some pretty famous folks like Lady, Lady Gaga, uh, the Mike Campbell from Tom Petty's band. I mean, just the list, you know, Rick uh, Nielsen from cheap trick, all these people, they all, they all have this affinity towards the brand. So yeah, we are iconic in many different ways, you know? So it's, uh, it's, it's kind of neat for me to go first end up in my so, so-called, you know, last quarter of my working <laughs> life at the, at the brand that kind of started my career off. It was that's a, neat, that's so. a complete full circle. That's a complete, Absolutely. you know, it's like, it's like you're starting over in a sense um, little further it is, down, and I'm down having the line, a line, but with the company that really, you know, birthed you forward. Yeah, I mean, it's I I feel so fortunate that first of all, like you, where we met originally when you were at another company, and it, the good fortune of being in and around an industry, uh, doing things uh, related to what we love, making music, recording, right. you know, doing sound, all these things, right. And, uh, you know, not everybody gets to do something that they have a desire for. A lot of people, you know, have to work and make mm-hmm. a living. Doing something they completely hate. Related to an industry and a field that we love, you know. Right. So, it's, so it's really that, great. Speaking of that, like, how did you get into this crazy MI business? Like, how did that happen? Played, you know, I've been playing guitar all my life. I still play 70, 80 gigs a year. Uh, plus playing with the praise band at church, you know, that, wow. that adds another 20, you know, so <laughs> on the weekends. And, um, I, I think I get, uh, called to play all the adult chords on guitar. You know, I, 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 I can play all those chords with the twisted numbers right. and, you know, X sharps and flat. <laughs> you just two, five, two, five, one. But, you're, you're uh, good. you know, so, yeah, so when I went, when I, I told you that little short stint, I was in L.A., I got to work at a recording studio, and I kind of got the desire to be on the other side of the glass, pushing the buttons and moving the faders and everything like that. 
And uh, so I, you know, I started, got the desire and interest in playing an instrument. You know, I had pretty good ears. I could say, hey, that didn't sound right. Try this. And, you know, I could guide people. And I kind of knew what reasonably good sound was. So I was starting to get good recordings and helping, you know, little independent acts get their recordings down and stuff like that. And uh, just guiding them. I guess you'd be called, I'd be called a producer nowadays or something like that, you know, so. But, you know, I was just trying to help people get good recordings. And uh, and then after, from there, you know, I, we started, my wife and I started raising a family. As helping a few musicians record well wasn't always paying for the clothes <laughs> and the food and, and eventually the college, right. you know, for all these kids. Right. And um, and so I started getting into the, the, the sales and marketing of the gear. Worked for a rep firm for 27 years, got the good, had the good and then there was a time you know after a while the company changed a bit the original founder retired and i I wanted to try something else and i happened to run into an old buddy of mine who was uh working for tiac tascam Mm -hmm. and helping them to uh kind of reshuffle the deck of their employees and um and he said come see us and you know that was six years ago and here i've been with Task game six years now, which is wow. Time flies when you're having fun. Wow. But you know, rela- related to church, you know, and sound and stuff like that. You know, we were talking, kind of laughing about the the people who are volunteer. You know, the good hearts that volunteer their time to do sound in that and to help a church get. You know, you know. Let's face it, we're trying to get a good, clear sound to the people sitting right. in the congregation, so they hear the word clearly. And it has an impact on them, you know, and today, you know, with the advent of great video technology, more affordable video technology, audio and video is kind of merged together. You at one time used to call up the sound company to do your sound and you'd call up somebody else to come and do the video. Now we all show up. Now we all show up. And sometimes one (laughs) one person. Yeah. And now add in the computer technology over the last five to 10 years. Right. In editing and streaming, you know, things that we products that we have, you had to kind of wear many different hats again. <laughs> and but you had to be able to, you know, a lot of the a lot of the as a manufacturer's rep and now as a manufacturer, you had to convey the information to our resellers in a way that they could then turn and, and communicate it well to the church or the, the institution that was going to buy this stuff. Right. And make it so it wasn't so techy sounding, but even though it was very technical how to put it together, mm-hmm. it and and uh, I, I, here's a, a old famous story a guy I worked with for many years. He said he used to go into camera stores, one you you know like like one you used to be a part of, and he used to go in there and he said I want to buy a camera. And the salesperson would talk about F-stop and lenses and you know, this and that. And all he wanted was a picture. <laughs> and instead of the sales guy saying, hey, what do you want to do with this? You know, and he would just say, I just want to take nice pictures. You know, it's right. like we have to convey this simple. We want to help you get nice pictures for your church. You right. know, the sound, the video. Right. Right. That kind of stuff. right. So. Yeah, good. Yeah. Good. Well, it's just it's it's just like that. And we laughed about this earlier that, you know, sometimes the volunteer is a plumber. He's not a sound guy or he's an electrician or he's, uh, you know, 
he he's a carpenter, like you said, yeah. you know. Yeah. He's, but he he's got a good heart. He wants to help out and be a part of it, you know. Right, and he's available, and that, and he's available. <laughs> the best ability yeah. is availability. Sometimes, you know. <laughs> yeah, he wa- he wants to learn, and that you know he or she and they want to learn, and um, you know. Th- in some ways, thank God for the internet because, like this, you're communicating, and there's a lot of YouTube material that you can type in your questions right. and right. Well, I get five videos that make sense, a little bit about making sense, and mm-hmm. so, and that's what we're trying to do nowadays. We're, you know, being that we have a company, Tascam, that's 50 years old, and I don't want to say that I am the change agent, but up until about the time that I came on board, we were really stodgy, really old school in presenting the brand. I think we lost some of our sheen. So we, I, you know, I put together a team of guys who are producing some great product videos and application videos. And we have some system design guides that we put together that show how our products fit into a system, whether it's streaming products or microphones or recording devices that would, you know, fit into the, into the application. And, uh, you know, th- that's really helped us a lot. So, you know, you can find a lot of material now on YouTube by us. And we're, we're frantically, feverishly working to get more of that application type of videos. And not just talk about our products. Our products are featured in it, but it's more, how do you place, where do you place the microphone in front of a guitar amp? You right. know, like, uh, how do you, you know, where do you set the microphone up to get a good vocal? You know, all those types of things that I'm sure... You know, the, that part of the great services that you provide some of the churches out there. And again, you know, we want to just make sure that we're a good resource. I think if we do that, we show that we really care about the user. And the, you know, and another thing you and I talked about earlier was, you know, the, the economy today is crazy. Yeah. So it's like everyone's watching their how much they're spending and they want to make sure that their investment is providing good value. So, right, right. right. You know, that's really key. So, I mean, it's really critical. So, uh, but anyways, you had a few questions for me, I bet. Yeah. So, um, so I think my biggest question was like, so when the pandemic hit, yeah. you know, a lot of manufacturers like for, were scrambling because I remember when I, I could say I, and I worked at B and H and I was training, right. training the staff and everything. And, we were just kind of running into we can't find stock for nothing. I mean, you would look up a skew and it would say it'll be available in 19 months. Well, and then try to be on our side of the team and trying to convey somewhat accurate information. And we didn't really have the accurate information. Yeah, so I mean, there was a whole lot of things involved there. Okay, there were a, a lot of different aspects to this, and this is not just unique to us. Almost all, everyone in our industry faced the same challenges. That, and I'm sure at BNH, you can see every brand had these right. challenges. But I mean, we had we had import duties that kicked in, so our costs went way up there. We were paying import duties that were over and above what we were facing, so that kind of pushed pricing up. It changed our forecasting. Uh, so we forecasted maybe different levels of inventory that we, we thought would be impacted by higher prices. So maybe we didn't order as many initially. Mm-hmm. Then we had this, this rush to get componentry in the manufacturers 
couldn't get the componentry. You know, our factories in Asia, where most of our stuff is built, couldn't get all the components. So we had a, a chip shortage and all this other stuff. We had a major manufacturer of, of digital analog converters that burned down to the ground. Nothing was left. What? So there was no way for us to get these key chips oh for like audio gosh. interfaces. Yeah, yeah. There's a co- there was a company there called AKM, who was the premier manufacturer of these uh, uh, these digital converters that, that not only we use but almost everybody in the industry used. And on top of it, the automotive industry was using the componentry from that. Oh, that explains so much more. Yeah. So now if Ford's going to buy 10 million, I only need 200 of them. Guess who's going to get it first? You already know. Yeah. And they're even willing to pay more than I am because I mean, you know, right. So that was, that was kind of, um, you know, in a nutshell, some of the things that were happening. That's more than the conundrum. (laughs) Shipping cost coming here because it was such a frenzy to buy product. You know, the government was handing out some money to people who were sitting at home. Those people are sitting around twiddling their thumbs and says, I think I'm going to learn how to play guitar. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think I'm going to learn how to record. So I'm going to buy some of that task and stuff for the house, right? So all this business built went like this, right? For not only us, but everybody. And then, then all of a sudden, the lockdown ended. People were tired of sitting around in the house. And now they're outside and they're finally going on their vacations, right? right. And guess what? We forecasted. To buy, uh, to buy way more stuff, oh and so our all our inventories are out of alignment. You know, so the stuff that we need for installations for churches, we, right. we can't get enough of them. The stuff that people would use at home, we have too much of. Right, and, and, you know, and I'm not really speaking out of school because this is really what's faced. I mean, in the first year of the pandemic, Fender sold more guitars. And than they ever did in their entire history. And they signed up nearly 800,000. Wait a yeah. minute. Wait a minute. Say, say that again. They sold more guitars in that year than they ever sold in their entire history of any year in their entire oh history. My, wow. And they signed up all those people on the guitar lessons. I don't know if you heard the news recently. They just now let go of over 200 employees because that bubble went like this yep. and, and they forecasted that the business would continue on. So it, it, you know, these weird economies impact, you know, it's just a trickle down effect to everybody and how these things impact. So it's, uh, those are the challenges we have. Now, on the other hand, the things that are really good it's like us to look at how can we design better, more cost effectively. Maybe there might be some price increases, but can we redesign something or another to keep the, the economies good, a value? Right. Because let's face it, like any consumer, whether it's a church or a business or an individual, there's a point where if a product gets to a certain price point, it doesn't have the value anymore. Correct. I can find another way to get the job done, in other words. Right. So um, I would say that that is the good part because it makes us start to rethinking our product designs, the types of products we need to bring out. Can we do some new versions of existing products that are still very successful, but then continues to create greater value in the life and create and, and, and you know extend the lifespan of a product? You know, 
talking about, I even have one of these here. I don't know if it might be showing this one product. Um, but this is a, uh, this is one of the model series. You've seen these, you've sold these probably. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. very popular. This is the model 12, very popular. In fact, we can't get enough of these. But there's a big one of them underneath there. If I move the camera, you can see the model 24, but I'm talking to you through the model 24, by the way. But we just had some contractors decide that, you know what? If this could be this way, this would be a good install product. Mm. The connectors are on top. We just, there's yeah, two there's some ears on, on it and call it a day. There's two screws on the side that slides off, and we've seen people fabricating a wall mount for this. The cool thing about this product is it got USB, so you can stream back into it or stream out of it. It's got a Bluetooth channel, so you can have your music come off of your mobile device. Right. And then it's got eight mic inputs. So it's pretty good for a, a small, medium church that doesn't really have a, they have a, you know, a pulpit mic, maybe a, a wireless or two. Mm -hmm. They they got maybe a bass, a piano, a, you know, electric keyboard, mm -hmm. maybe a guitar, something like, you know, basic. They, it's not going to be a big church, but it's still for the money. These are like, you know, $5.99, $6.99, something like that. And, yeah, uh, and they're rugged. Plus, and... You without even connecting to a computer, you can record 12 tracks, individual tracks, and remix it later because it's got an SD card multi-track recorder. That brings back some of our old Porta Studio right. concepts, you know, right. simple. Right. So you don't have to be tethered to a computer if you don't want to. But you can. It's an individual multi-track audio interface, too, for a DOS. So, I mean, this could be some of the bigger churches where I think this would sit would be in the video production room. Oh, yeah. You know, where they need to sweeten up some audio before it went out. Yeah. You know, so they can take a couple of submixes off the main live console and yeah. then they can blend it. Yeah. So that's perfect for that environment, too. So the other thing, too, is that even though you have all these really cool analog, you know, simple controllers, it's actually a digital console underneath the hood. So it can do DAW control and stuff like that, which is, which is great. So <clears throat> anyways... Stuff like this, this, you know, this was, we had the big one and then we said, hey, let's make something smaller for all of those that don't need all those inputs and let's can work with the computer as well. So this, this, you know, the, the challenges of economies and things like that forces you to start thinking, how do we get better? How do we improve? Right. And then we can bring more logical products to the marketplace that, you know, where they, uh, or they have some different needs, that kind of thing. So that's turning out to be instead of a rack mounted mixer, it's being a wall mounted mixer. <laughs> that's funny, so, a wall mounted mixer. <laughs> I think, and, and the good folks at Deck Saver send me a little lid oh, for it. Oh, very cool. I yeah. think I think that kind of rang true with um with the um with the um the uh, the R two sixty five, which which means you don't have to be tethered to a computer. I think that with the Model Twelve is a great combination. Oh, yeah. For a church that needs to live stream and don't have a big budget and don't have a lot of audio inputs, but need something that's going to be compact. Even if it's, uh, you know, a church, we call them tent ministries, but you just kind of written out a ballroom or, a, you know, a little small room in a hotel, whatever you're doing, you can still live stream. An empty movie theater. Empty I mean, I've seen those. You yeah. Know. yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. So portable. Everything's portable. Yeah. And the other thing too, we, you know, we designed, 
we designed that video streaming box like audio guys were thinking because it can record, right? You can record onto the SD card. You can stream out of it, but you can do multiple destinations if you want to. You can pro you can program it to hit one button and it just does everything, you know, on a periodic, you know, just run. It's so simple. So it can be unattended once you set it up. I think a lot of churches that don't necessarily have a big tech director staff. Right. That's a great feature for them. So, uh, yeah, so we were thinking kind of like audio guys in that realm, you know, kind <laughs> of. We also had a tremendous technology partner in helping us to, to do the, the engineering legwork on it. So it was really good. It was a company who had been involved with uh, audio, with video technologies that were in more higher end uh, districts. So they brought that, that capability down to what we needed here. So, so yeah, those cool are great piece. boxes. in very cool piece. Cool. I remember when you first told me about it, like maybe like three or four years ago, um, at NAB, and um, I was walking the floor, and he said, "He said, hey, let me show you something. Let me show you something. Let me show you something." <laughs> <laughs> I did that to every one of our customers. Get over here. Let me show you something. Let me show you something. I was. I, I think that's when I was when I was first building my podcast studio in the city, and um. Yes, it was. I remember. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so yeah, yeah so that piece very, is very, very, very cool, and I would suggest anyone. I'll put some. I'll put some links in the show notes. You guys can check out the the VSR two sixty five. I think the only difference between the two sixty four two sixty five is like one's four K and one's like HD. Is it? Is am I right? Yeah, that's it. That's the only difference. It's the only difference. Great. And the other thing too is you know keep in mind that that can encode and decode, so you don't have to buy two boxes to get the job because there are some lower price units out there. But it can do both, so you don't have to buy the encoder decoder separately. Right, it and ends up cool. being a better value. So, so. that's cool because then you can pipe yeah. it to a TV. You can see your feed, and you know, it, and it really makes it really great because now you you really really don't need a computer. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Because now you can see you can set it up. You can set it up. Yeah, yeah. it's real real safe. What's yeah. what's the price point of, of the two sixty five? Oh gosh, I knew you were gonna ask me that. <laughs> I'll circle back to you in a second here. I'll, I'm gonna open my price book up on this side. I didn't even think about oh god, pricing. Uh. Well, why why you search uh, that out? I, I I saw something on the site which I was thought was really really cool, and about the um the Atomos the the Ultra Sync with the the Porter Capture the X the X8, and I I looked oh, at it yeah. and I said, wait a minute, are we doing are we doing lock time lock through through Bluetooth? Yeah, it's got. We have a little dongle that you buy as an accessory. It's it's a blue. It basically allows you to to run it via like a mobile device and monitor it. It's, that's called the AKBT1 is the Bluetooth adapter, but the unit itself is called the Parta Capture X8, and it is. It is one of the most innovative products we've made in a while, and it's it, it does so. First of all, it functions like a like a your mobile, device. so it's so user friendly. I mean, you just move, you know, you swipe and swipe, get to the point, hit it, you know, and it's got all the lot of a whole bunch of presets. But it is also an audio. Also, it's an audio podcast. interface as well. Yeah, so you could podcast with it with you on. It's got two microphones built in but it also has four more inputs so you can actually it's got 
four more mic inputs, XLR, combo jacks, and then it's got another stereo line input, I think, on a mini jack. I'm not the techie guy here. I'm just a sales <laughs> guy. But, but uh, it, it, it's fabulous in what uh, it can do. And in fact, you know, it can become, if you have uh, an internet hookup, it can become your streaming box if you wanted to. You know, you could really stream off of that, especially with the XLR inputs. You could take a feed off of a mixer or something like that. So yeah, it's that's kind of like, you know, the Porta Capture X8. There's a there is a fella by the name of Robert Dudzik, D-U-D-Z-I-C. Robert is a he's a big fan of our products, and Robert is famous for creating sound effects, and he creates a lot of the sound effects for most of the movie trailers you see coming out. So you can catch him like I I don't know if he's got a YouTube channel, but you can catch him on Instagram and on Facebook. And you can see him recording things with our Portacash X State that creates some of the most crazy, you know, spooky wow. sounds and stuff, you know, banging cans and, you know, a violin bow on like a weird thing. Wow. Just a phenomenal guy. If you get a chance to look him up and, you know, let's say a church is doing some production work where they're putting, they need some sound effects and stuff. They can get some really great knowledge from him and if they if they see some of his videos and the vsrs here we go i finally came to it <laughs> versions 14.99 and the uh the the 4k versions 19.99 so and that's a, um, that's that's a great you, price because it's the encoder yeah. and a decoder and being able to stream to three sources simultaneously to be able to record on yeah. an sd card i believe it has a usb3 port in the back so you can record to a hard drive um right you so you can go dedicated. It's yeah, you can go to YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. You can go to several points. You know, a dedicated point simultaneously. So that that that's what makes it a great box. And I bet you, if you got a good buddy over at uh, B and H or one of those places, they give you a little deal. Too. So who knows? You know? <laughs> who knows? <laughs> I know that I have my guy at B and H, and he always takes care of me. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, so that's that's some of the so, ironically, you would think that CD players and recorders would have been dead 10 years ago. You I read a report thought. recently, though, that CD sales are way back up again, along with vinyl and cassette. Yes. So, interestingly enough, we're the only guys who still make really high quality CD players, CD recorders, yes. cassette players, recorders. Yes. So um, it's it's pretty amazing when you see major artists releasing again on vinyl and also cassette as well as compact discs, let alone streaming. Right. Um, right. right. So we still make some great stuff, and for the, you know, we have like the CD player called CD four hundred U, and it's got Bluetooth. It's got uh, it'll take a source on an SD card on a USB drive, and I'll do. You know, it's compact disc. It's got all kinds of features. It's got a, a Dante optional card, so you can stream out and down Dante if you want to. If somebody's got using that, and um, you know, we've got some incredible compact disc recorders in our SSCDR series that uh, can be programmed remotely, and it, you know, you can actually control it via several Ethernet, or it's got Dante capability too. We've had a lot of major amusement, uh, not only amusement parks, but like major sports facilities. 
who have these related to different exits and entrances and for life safety situations so they can program. And what's really neat is that they can get to these sources remotely. They can have various types of messages that go through there. Could be the same thing uh, for customized wow. announcements that go out, you know, for exiting in case of a fire or maybe something worse in today's culture. You know, the, it, you can have an automated messaging going on. You can record uh, and you can stream with that as well. Those are the SS. There's a there's one with a CD drive in it or one without the CD drive that would just use SD card for recording. That's the SSCDR250 in it. So, you know, just to talk about different technologies, you know, hopefully this sparks ideas to some of your viewers. You know, whether they buy our product or not, I would hope they would, but if they, just to spark the idea of maybe we should think about doing this or that. Right. You know, Application-wise, we right. should be concerned about, you know, maybe an announcement in the youth ministries during the services where the adults are in the main. Right. So, uh it's, you know, it's really terrific. You know, I, as I mentioned to you earlier, I, I, I play on a worship team too at my church down here. And uh, it's, it's just truly amazing to be playing in a church today where I have in-ear monitors. I can make <laughs> my, my own monitor. Yeah. It's not, like, not like, not like back in the day. <laughs> no, no, no. They don't want amps or anything on stage oh, nowadays. No. I, I can tell you as an engineer, you know, I've mixed in plenty of churches and it's like, you know, it's like, you know, eight wedges on stage and the stage is hotter than the room and, and you and you, you scream at the bass player like, hey, can you turn your cab down? Like, what? Huh? What? Yeah, huh? Right, right. <laughs> we all have like, ears. And, 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 and of course, as you know, yeah, as you know, the we have the cues. Uh, chorus, two, three, four. Bridge. <laughs> you see all the, with the metronome? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, most of the people in the congregation don't know what no we're here. Idea. You know? No, and then above, above the congregation yeah. too. Yeah, everyone thinks we're just looking up at the Lord. No, we're just trying to keep our spot in the chart. So. <laughs> <laughs> true, right? Yeah, that 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 is that is so true. Because mm -hmm. man, listen, I mixed at a church and we I have no wedges on stage, none. I know we Everybody's don't have any. In here. Everyone's in here is in my church too. Yeah. So it's 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 a nice problem. I can I get to mix the room, I get to really play, I get to really turn up, get some get loud if I want to, and have to worry about feedback yeah. or or phasing issues coming from the. It's, it's, it's a beautiful, no, the other thing everyone's nice got you. It's you don't have to have custom molded ears. I mean, it's great if you can afford that or you want that, but you can take even some of the most basic. You know, a little ear, and they and it sounds great. I mean, you can get a nice mix, and uh, you know, the challenge is just making sure that you have somebody up at the front of house who's relatively confident. You right. know, they're mixing well for everybody. So, right, right. and right. Uh, you know, is the sound the sound guy can be the hero or he can be the goat, right? That's it. If something doesn't sound right, he's the bad guy. If yep. something sounds great, he's still not the good guy yet. <laughs> that's right. I, I always say it's like you you, you want to be invisible, which is like that's the name of my company, Invisible Media. And the only time you talk to the sound guy is when it's a problem. When it's not a problem, a problem. no one even thanks you. That's your badge of honor. No. That's your badge of honor. So let's it's pay some bills. Job. Let's pay some yeah. bills with Task. Did you know? 
that 177 million Americans listen to podcasts? You know, you can listen to podcasts anywhere. Most people listen to at least eight shows a week. So what does that mean for your church? Isn't the goal to reach more people with your message? You know, Tascam has been the choice of musicians, engineers, and broadcast professionals worldwide. And now they enter the new age of the podcaster, where they once again combine affordability, portability, and sound quality in one elegant package with the Tascam Mixcast 4. Isn't it great to hear the roar of the crowd behind your voice at the tips of your fingers? The ease of use and the portability of this hardware unit where you can have four microphone inputs, Bluetooth, telephone, and computer input all at the reach of your fingers. So do yourself a favor and go to your local retailer or retailer online and get yourself a Tascam Mixcast 4 because the goal is to reach more people with your message. Yes. Nice commercial. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> hey, you know, we've been talking about a lot of these other technologies, but think about that Mixcast 4. And, you know, the the, the COVID thing really blew open the podcast because oh, yeah. there were so many people at home and they all wanted, you know, they all were getting interested in make, getting a message across, whether whatever it was, it was about sewing, cooking, right. politics, and, you know, it was all about something. Right. And us and a couple other manufacturers made this a fairly affordable thing to get started with. Yeah. And then the other thing, we did it in the fashion like Tascam does, and we made the product so easy to use. Right. You know, and right. it's made, it's amazing to me to think about how the power of something so affordable. I mean, you can buy that for four ninety. Yeah. Yeah. And very reasonable. And, and think about what a broadcast console would have been 10 years ago that could do all that stuff. Oh man, please. You'd be spending forty, fifty thousand dollars <laughs> to get up. Easy. Yeah. So I mean it's it's truly amazing that what can be done nowadays. And I think once again, you know, some of the challenges we face in society and culture and technology, you know, it forces us to just think out of the box. It's you know, without getting political, it's almost like global warming. I think if we're faced with the problem, we have some really brilliant people they're gonna right. come up with some solutions, you know. Right. Right, right, right. Yeah, I got when I, I think I I found out about it, I think it was my last, I want to say my last month at B and H, and um Rob came came in to do a training. Oh yeah. And um, and so I went I went down there and we're talking. <laughs> I said, "What the heck is this?" I hadn't I hadn't seen it because you know it was you know I was. I was in the house. So I've been in the house two years. I come back and I said, what's this? He said, yeah. oh, he said, so he walked me through it. And, um, and one of the guys said, you well, you know, you know, um, Prentice, um, has a podcast. He said, yeah. hey, you want to try it out? And I said, so you gonna let me hold it? He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let you hold it. And then, and then I'll come and get it in a couple of weeks. I'm like, okay. So I had it for a couple of weeks they ended up being like four weeks. And then I called them. I said, hey, listen, man, can I just buy it from you? Because now, <laughs> now it's part of my life. <laughs> now- In fact, I, I just talked to him today and I was telling him that he said to say hello to you, by the way. So, yeah, I mean, it's uh, and I think then you contacted me and, we, you know, we connected and talked about doing this. And, uh, you know, I thank you for inviting me to this. I mean, this is. It's pretty special. I mean, what you're doing is is a great service to that 
to the community, to the house of worship community. And, uh, and you know, technologies can be scary for the average person we've been talking about. Yeah. So as long as you can, can help them to get over that hump of like, God, what, what are we doing here? We, you know, we know we got to do something. Right. We've seen it work so well for many other congregations that are maybe farther down the road. Right. With this stuff, or maybe that you know they have a big congregation and they have a budget that allows them to maybe hire some fairly technical people. Right. But there's so many other congregations that are small. You know, I pl- occasionally play at another friend of mine's church, and he plays an like he's a drummer and a singer, and he plays a, a little really inexpensive electronic drums, and it's it's in an office building, which many little right. independent right. churches are, and it's 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 fun to go there because that little church is so vibrant, you know, and everybody wants to know, you know, usually the young kids will come up and say, what kind of guitar is that? What kind of amp is that? You know, like, right. What, what, what made that microphone sound so good? Or if there was a little wireless hit or something from RF, they'll say, what, what, you know, they want to know. It's so right. great. It's engaging, you know, to talk with them and they're doing a weekly stream uh, for shut-ins and people like that. Uh, and uh, they're, you know, everyone's, everyone's learning. Everyone's learning how to do this. Everyone's learning. And that's the key yeah. to be able to provide the information to the masses so that they can digest it and then use it for themselves and, and, and envision themselves inside, inside of the technology, being able to apply it. And the application is, is everything, you know, you can have all the knowledge in the world, but without <clears> the application, <throat> you just, you just, you just won't go far at right. all. I, I have a good friend at Moody uh, Bible Institute. He's uh, one of the he's the music technologies professor there. He's also a great trumpet player. He uh, his brother is in the Chicago Symphony Orchestra, which you know is one of the oh, world-renowned yeah. symphonies. And he also plays uh, uh, as a, he's one of the subs, I guess, as one of the uh, if somebody's ill or unavailable, so he'll sub with the CSO at times. And during COVID, this is a really interesting story. He called me up. He says, Joe, do you have anything where everyone's shut in, but we want to do choral rehearsals, you know, remote. And we found, I, I wish I could remember this, the online service, <clears throat> but they found an online service that had a super low latency. So if you were talking or singing together, it wouldn't be so far right. out of sync. Right. But they still needed a device an audio device that also matched up with the latency. So our little handheld recorders, here's another plug, our, <laughs> our little DRO5X, which is just a little stereo handheld recorder with the built-in microphones. I sent him one and he tested it and it had the lowest latency of any any um, audio interface that was out there, including some of our very well-known competitors. And so they, they uh, basically endorsed it to their students and the students bought it and they were able to have choral rehearsals online. <laughs> wow. Four, five, 10 people singing together and they were all locked up at home. It was with the a, DRO5? With the DRO5. Wow. Because it's also an audio interface. Right. And, and well, then they said, oh yeah, by the way, and they're telling me, they're like selling me, oh yeah, by the way, they can put an SD card in there and record, you know, their <laughs> really? classes what when they the, went back. Really? What really? You're telling me? <laughs> I'm the guy who sold it to you. What are you talking about? <laughs> so, yeah. So they ended up buying, I don't know, 40 or 50 of them. Another uh, uh, And uh, another university, DePaul University in Indiana, found that for their music programs, they, they found that our handhelds were really great. So... 
Yeah, I've seen a lot of church ministries where they'll go out and they'll interview people and they want to get good audio and stuff like that. So they'll use that. And you know very well our little DR10L. It's yeah. like you've probably sold hundreds oh, of those yourself. Man, too many. You know, it's a little digital recorder that looks like a little, yeah, little like a box. Pack. Yeah. And it comes with a, a, a conceal it pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. And even for a wedding, we have it in white for yeah, the bride. It's great. It's great. <laughs> I, I sold some to. Uh, a fishing show and they were out on the water and they just, they, they, they didn't want to deal with RF at all. Yeah. And so I said, well, you can get like five of these. You just got to make sure you're they're covered and you start it. <laughs> you got to hit record. I know. Because if you don't, nothing's happening. And, <laughs> And the guy came back. He said, oh, man, this worked great. I just took the SD cards. We all, I clapped at the same time. I synced them all up. Bada boom, bada bing. Turn them out and go. Yeah. You're going to get 11, 12, 13 hours of record time on those yeah, things. Yeah, those, those, those <laughs> things are great. Or, yeah. Joe, we can talk forever. I know. Well, listen, I, I know that you got to cut this short, but uh, this was awesome. Thank you again. And, uh you know, let your let your people know that uh, we we can provide uh, a special discount coupon for them if they want. You know, for your show, for your people who are following you. Oh, that'd be great. Be happy to do it. You just send me a note, and we'll get it out to you. You can distribute it as you see fit. Great. You know, we're great. we're happy to help on those things, and uh, especially today's economy. You know, anytime you can save a little bit. That's right. It helps. You heard it, there, folks. Task them. They well, they, they, many they want, blessings. They want, they, want, they want to bless you. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> and many blessings you. to you. Thanks. Keep up your great work, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Before we get out of here, yeah, we do a we do a little a little game called Thirty Seconds and Gone. It's rapid fire oh. questions. Five questions. Oh, are you ready? All right. Question number one. What's your favorite teenage rock band? Oh, my gosh. Chicago. Chicago. Oh, Chicago. man. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Great band. Yes. What was your first guitar? It was a um, Harmony. Uh, I think it was $125. <laughs> and one of my kids have it all apart somewhere. I don't know where it's at. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Do you prefer the Big Mac or the Whopper? Wait, one more time. I didn't the hear it. Big Mac or the Whopper? Oh, man. I tried to stay away from those places. Oh, man. I guess I would have to say I'd go to the Big Mac because I like the fries. Ah, there it is. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Last question. Five, five dinner guests, dead or alive? Five dinner guests that are alive. Yeah. Who be your well, five guests? Um, okay. Terry Kath, who was the original guitar player in Chicago. Okay. Uh I would love to to listen to like C.S. Lewis in person, who is just okay. incredible. Okay. Right? C.S. Yeah. Lewis. Um uh, George Washington. Wow. I'd love to hear what was going through the minds of those guys who created this great country of ours, right? Got you. A lot of it had to do with religious freedom. Right. The fourth one, the fourth one, oh my gosh. Um 
I, it, it would have to be one of my favorite personal pastors was Todd Habegger out of Gurney, Illinois. Great okay. teacher. Be uh, either my mom or dad who haven't been around for like 40 years. Okay. It'd be great to see them. Okay. I, it'd be great to see them. Yeah. There you, there you go. Now that is a great list. That's a, <laughs> that is a great list. Well, you didn't give me much time to think. so And, I, and that's why it's called Rapid Fire. <laughs> <laughs> Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and dogs of all ages, I want to thank my good friend, Joe Spaka, for joining us from Tascam. Really enjoyed the conversation. Make sure you check the show notes. And uh, I'm going to say it like we always said, keep God first in everything you do. And we see you next time on the Church Sound Podcast. Hey man, great, great, great show, man! Thank you. Thank you. I hope I hope it went well. Uh, it went well. It went very well. It went very, very well. Good, good. Thank you so much for having me. Like I said, I appreciate it, and I wish you the best with this. I, you know, of course, once we see this uh, link, send make make sure you send me a link, and then I'll make sure William pushes it out there too in our channel too. So okay, cool. We'll do push you a little bit so listen brother have a great night we don't live too far from each other we got to get together oh that's the plan we definitely got to make that happen yeah i got i got to get up your way anyways i got to see some people so i'll make sure i get in touch with you so all right that's it god bless god bless brother take care bye-bye